three, two, one. I give a second and we should be live. How's it going, real dealers? It's your man, Phil Paul. And I'm Terrell Bird. Welcome to the live. Well, yeah, welcome to another episode of the Real Deal Bros podcast slash radio show here on both the YouTube live stream and also on WSG Radio, the number one college radio station in New York City, St. John's. Um, yeah, and I hope everybody's having a solid week. Um, yeah, I hope your week went well. Um, you know, like, of course, uh, we're heading into March. So, yeah, like, we're doing pretty, doing pretty good, at, you know, in 2021. You know, not, nothing crazy has happened yet. Well, I mean, like, well, we yeah, did some crazy stuff earlier in the year, but I think things are starting to calm down a bit. And, um, well, as always, we always like to do our PSA of the uh, cautions and, and the protocols for COVID-19. But, however, like, with us addressing this PSA, we're actually in a pretty good mood about it because, you know, even though we still do advise everybody to make sure that you're wearing masks and make sure that you're uh, practicing social distance wherever you go, we are also proud to say that, you know, we have been seeing some progress as far as the number of cases that have been uh, going down. Uh, the vaccine is out. Actually, um, for those that follow me on social media, I actually had, I posted saying that I got the vaccine the other day. I got the Pfizer one. So, yeah, I'm not feeling pretty good. And as far as and I know some people have had some concerns in regards to, oh, like, I don't want to go take the vaccine or oh, I'm not sure what's going to do to my body. And let me be the first to tell you, as someone that has been vaccinated, and taking the Pfizer vaccine. It's recommended that you take either Pfizer or Moderna. The Johnson & Johnson one is still kind of iffy, but make sure you take the Moderna and Pfizer one as soon as you can, wherever you get it. And, um, as, uh, but coming from someone that's like taking the first dose of the vaccine, I will say that I, uh, I feel perfectly fine since taking this vaccine. You know, like nothing crazy has happened to me. I'm not going psychotic, you know, like uh, my body feels perfectly fine, like I'm active. You know, like I'm still moving. I'm still alive and alive and well and breathing. So, how we had any concern? Was this vaccination that you took? Well, um, I took it. Let's see. Me and me and my mom. We, we me and my mom. We went to go take it uh, this Sunday. So it's it's been about a week since the, since we taken the vaccine, and okay. we're ske we're scheduled to go take the second dose uh, later this month. So, um, I think. I think people are concerned of what's going to happen after the second dose, but um, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're scheduled to go take the get the second dose later this month. But as far as the first dose is concerned, I like I, I feel perfectly fine. Like you know, I'm not you know again, I'm not going psychotic, I'm not going crazy. You know, like my body's healthy. I'm I'm still active. Um, yeah, just I guess the only the only thing that I really really felt was you know just just a little bit of numbness in the shot like through the shoulder, and maybe a slight headache. But that was on the day when. We took the vaccine, but you know, after 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 a couple hours, you know, we, me and my mom, we felt we we felt fine. You know, we're just, you know, it's like it's like nothing. Like it's like we we it's like we felt the same way than we did before we took the vaccine. So yeah, you know, mm. uh, but yeah, but yeah, any but all the real dealers, yeah, definitely make sure you you know take the vaccine. You know, just, like just do it. I mean, it's not it's it's not going to kill you. It's not going to do anything crazy to you. You know, it's just to make sure that you stay safe and that you're not so much immune to COVID, but more like you'll you'll feel more safe about not catching COVID uh, in the end. Because, you know, yeah, I feel like this vaccine is definitely going to help a lot of people out long term. And I feel like that's the goal, really, you know, just the long term 
effect is what's what really matters as far as the vaccine. But um, yeah, but yeah, again, like no, I feel I felt perfectly fine. You know, just a week uh, with the vaccine. You know, again, I I feel fine afterwards. But um, again, I do advise people to make sure that you still wear your mask and still practice social distancing. Even if you did get the vaccine, it's still recommended that you do that. So um, disinfect all public surfaces when you're out and about. Yeah, and I'm I'll, I'll, yeah. specifically. Yeah, uh, Terrell, maybe you want to touch on how, how things have been COVID-wise on campus, just to, you know, give people more of a more idea of what's going on. Well, um, as you know, they recently opened back up the sitting areas within the dining hall. Mm-hmm. I was beyond shocked. I thought, what the hell are they doing? But, you know, um, people do need to be social. <laughs> yeah. And um, I believe there aren't really as many people within the classrooms as much as they were expecting. They would have um, a standard regulatory amount, like say 15 to maybe 43 people max per 10, depending on um, which classroom you were going to within the campus building. And you know, they have um, disinfectant wipes at the entrance of the doorway whenever you're entering into the class for the lecture hall. And they also have hand sanitizer dispensaries almost everywhere you go and they pretty much um leave the bathroom doors open like the public bathroom doors open for the ladies room and the gentleman's room so that way people can go in wash their hands and then come right back out without even touching the surfaces but i have a feeling that most people have been just splashing their hands in water and then calling it washing their hands but they didn't care but you know (laughs) but you know um (laughs) Other than that, there's also been maybe a slight concern with the COVID cases that's been going on because, you know, there are some people who tend not to really do as they're instructed. They can't really comprehend the instruction when given, if you know what I mean. So I'm yeah, we got some any form of profanity on the radio given the family. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I do get that for real. Um, there's still some irresponsible people out there that, uh, want to defy the odds of what COVID is. I mean, especially, I don't know if you heard the news about like this week that um, like governor in Texas, uh, he like, and also like, I think in Texas, Tennessee and Georgia, yeah, the mandatory mass situation, like, like, uh, see, like, like, here's my thing about that. And like, I don't want to talk too much about this because I know we got, like, we we got a big, big show tonight and I definitely want to get into this nice discussion. But here's my opinion on how I feel about like the, the governors of certain states lifting their mask mandate. I think, well, for one, these like these states in, in particular, they never really took COVID seriously, even at the start of the pandemic or even when Trump was in office. And I feel like even with a new administration, like this change idea of what COVID is and all these um, guidelines, I think for one, they're kind of getting their priorities a little bit mixed up. I know it's, it's a money situation, and I get, I get, uh-huh. it. I, I get that it's it is a money situation. You know, these states are losing money because they can't, you know, like have business driving, and you know they have to be concerned about people coming in, people going out, and just trying to meet the quota. But um, you know, but you also have to keep in mind that like we're still in the pandemic, and uh-huh. and I feel like. We're not out of the woods just yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're not out of the woods just yet, but we are making progress. And I feel like you're focused more on 
just like the the idea of trying to get back to normal or trying to rush things rather than mm-hmm. trying to wait these things out. And in all honesty, I think some of these states, they kind of have bigger fish to fry. I mean, especially with the thing going on in Texas uh, with, with the blizzard, you know, people are still struggling with like the snow, dealing with the snowstorms and the yeah, uh, power outages and the fires. And, like, yeah. And I, I, and I feel like it's kind of like insensitive that, that um like the governor of Texas wants to talk about trying to like live, like, allow people to not wear masks anymore than to help these people that have been struggling with the resources that they need because of, you know, uh, climate, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it, it, again, I feel like, like some of these governors, they got, or, you know, some of these people in power, they got their priorities mixed up. And along with that, um, when I was on my way back to the dorms, as you know, like they really don't play about, you know, any COVID violations. They caught, they had caught one student, with um in another student's dorm where they were not supposed to be and as Mm. you know they're supposed to maintain social distance of six feet or more here on the campus they not Mm. only removed him but they revoked his storm card and pretty much all his privileges of being on the campus and shipped his vagina they shipped him back home immediately wait 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 wait. this was this was a student right a student that go that that goes to st john's oh man yep and it wasn't oh. just him. Oh God. Okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a. Yeah. That's a. That's a. You know. That's a pers- personal issue. Forty-eight hours. Oh yeah. That's a personal issue. But um, I have. You know. Luckily, like New York is not one of those states that you know don't care about going. Like they actually care care about mask wearing. They they give I was, a good like, about. Literally, so um, yeah. Train too. The other day, I was on my way to a meeting with one of my professors. And I saw I saw one guy on the street as I was coming back up from the subway. He literally yelled, "Put your mask on!" <laughs> some white guy who was looking at his phone, who didn't even have his mask on all the way up. And the same thing happened on campus on more than three occasions. So yeah, <clears throat> people are actually taking this really seriously, which is shocking. I guess they heard our call. Yeah, I mean, hey, like. That's one. Of the, that's one of the benefits of doing this uh, ep, ep, or doing this podcast. That you know we have the capability to reach many people. Whether you watch watch the live stream or you're just someone that you know watches watches our episodes from you know like like during your uh, on your own time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but um, like over overall, we just we just ask people to still stay responsible with this. You know, just make sure that you're doing the right thing, wearing your mask, social distance, do whatever you can to help stop the spread. Because again, we're, we're like, we're making a lot of progress, people. Like, mm-hmm. look at the numbers, we're like, they're going down, the vaccine is out. I mean, places like states are starting to reopen slightly. Like, but like, again, like, we're, we're, like, we're, we're almost there. Like, we're, we're like, we're, we're close. So let's try to do, do anything to, to mess it up, please. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, with that, we'll just, you know, just getting the formalities out the way. Um, we definitely want to go into tonight's discussion. And based from the dumb, thumbnail, um, if you're watching this by video, like we're going to be talking about going into a cashless society. Now, for those that did, did see the thumbnail, uh, like in throw, you probably remember that scene in The Dark Knight when the Joker had that pile of money and decided to burn it. Yeah, and he, poured, he poured gasoline and then he like basically burned it with a cigar. That was yeah. the best scene of the movie. 
Right. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, we're not telling people to go out and burn your money just yet. Like, just listen to what we have to say. And like, just, just don't burn your money because actually you can't is is actually against the law to burn your money in certain states, I believe. So, yeah. Yeah, here. yeah. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Don't don't go out and burn currency. But but keep in mind from what we talk about is that, you know, money still has a bit of value, but it depends on what type of money or what type of currency or what type of you know spending that you decide to do. Because for tonight's discussion, we're going to be talking about how we're going from and to putting a bigger importance on trying to maintain this. So yeah. Like, like again, if you're like if you're if you're listening through a radio, I just held up a dot like a twenty dollar bill and my debit card, and um oh, yeah, wow. and I, again, but um, but yeah, like we're we're so I think we're starting to go into more of a cashless society, and I kind of want to touch a little bit on the history of the dollar bill. So the dollar bill, the first ever dollar bill, the one dollar bill, was instilled into the American economy back in eighteen sixty two. And with every financial crisis and with every change in power, the dollar has evolved. You know, like we we got um higher bills. You know, we they went from one dollar to five dollars, twenty dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars. Uh, you know, like the bill the bills changed over time. Of course, we had coins. You know, pennies, nickels, cor- uh, dimes, quarters. Uh-huh. Even like we even had a uh, like the one dollar coin, like the the gold coin. Um, but yeah, pretty much like there's always been this change in the type of currency that we use in America and even some other countries, you know, they've had a change in currency as well. I think currency has really been different since the beginning of time. I mean, like people would trade or would spend with salt or people would spend with food. I mean, you know, it just depends on, (laughs) right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like currency has always been, you know, like the, like the, the main, the main spending factor in, like every era of human life. But for now, I think what this pandemic has made us realize is that the dollar doesn't, the dollar is kind of dead. Cash, cash is dead. In a way, in a way it is only because of the pandemic and you'd rather just have someone electronically pay for the item or the good itself rather than having someone hand you the tangible currency itself because you don't know if it's contaminated or not. So the safest route is you might as well put your tangible currency in a safe or just lock it away rather than having it, you know, go to another person. And then that person might risk his or her life taking your money that you may or may not have coughed on. So that's well, kind of why I can see why. Well, I kind of want to touch on that a little bit, what you just said, like trying to, you know, save the money. Even though, like, yeah, sa- saving is definitely important. Like, yeah, you definitely want to have, like, emergency fund. Um, like right now I'm saving up to pay my student loans, like every college student in America right now. So, you know, I'm like, I have no shame in saying that. So, but, um, (laughs) right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we have no shame in saying that on the air, but, um, but I think with the idea of saving money is that, yeah, not only is it important to save, but it's also important to know how much money you're keeping. Because, you know, and now like, you know, you talk to any financial advisor, they always tell you that the number one rule of money or making money is make, making sure that you pay yourself first. And when you do pay yourself first, you, you know, again, like you're, you're trying to find where you, you could spend that money or use the money that you keep to make more money. And, and, and like the one, one idea about that is that you know people 
to today, I think, you know, kind of get the idea or mixed up the idea of what an asset is. And um, I'm going to touch on that in a bit, but I want to talk about how we kind of got to this point where, you know, the dollar is loses value every year. So um, back before we like, at, like between the time of the Great Depression, um, America relied on the gold standard. The gold standard meaning that the dollar had, you know, equal enough value to what gold is. But um, I think with the change in that, we start, we start, and we're still in the uh, the system, like the the system of the fiat, the fiat system, which is where you know, like I think I think the fiat system came in uh, during uh, Nick uh, Richard Nixon's term, mm-hmm. and it kind and what the fiat system did and what it, and how it kind of messed up the economic scale is that it like the dollar began to lose value over gold. I mean, like yeah, like the like the the, the worth of the dollar didn't match up with the worth of, of gold. So, you know, and since ever since like we've been running on like this, uh, like this fiat system, you know, that's where, you know, like inflation has gone up, like the debt that we owe to other countries has gone up. It's just like, it was just a terrible mistake that really put, put everybody, it doesn't matter how old you are today. You know, it, it pretty much has put all of us in a bad situation as, uh, as far as money wise. Oh, you got to come on that? <laughs> I was just thinking, I mean, with all of our imports and exports, you would think our economy would be somewhat stable in a way today. Think of it. Think about it. Because with everything that's going on now, especially with the small businesses, even like our multi-billion dollar business moguls that are going to an online format, you would think that trade would still be going on by now, especially with different currency pairs, with different goods and services. Mm, The math is really not adding up. And when you actually look at it from a certain standpoint, we should have paid at least 5% off of our debt. I'm talking about the country entirely. It should have paid off their debt by at least 5%, or at least two. Had it done that, we should have been in the clear to at least pay off little by little as we go along the time frame. And I feel like we could have at least cleared it by maybe the next decade. But unfortunately, it hasn't really gone that route. And I think what it is, is that with every economic downturn that we've had, I mean, it's the aspects of the Great Depression, and every downturn, so even the one that we're still in right now, you know, we're still focused on trying to, you know, make sure that the money, or like, or or, or it's, it's, some, it's more of like the rich trying to make sure that the money stays in their pocket without realizing that you still need to have people, you know, that like that live that are citizens of of your country to make sure that the money is still going back into the economy. You know, you gotta reinvest it. You know, like uh, I think the some some of the billionaires right now, even even a few millionaires, you know, they're 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 using their they're using their net worth to not so much reinvest in the country, but uh, you know, just reinvest in like or or just even like hold on to their money for as long as they can. But um, again, like what these what these billionaires or what these some um, you know people that have net worths in the in the billions and the millions, what what they have is that they have assets that help. 
kind of compensate for that, um, you know, for the network. Because I, I look at like, I, like, you know, I, I look at it this way. Um, I use uh, Quavo as an example, Quavo the rapper. Um, I remember I saw a post one day and it said that his net worth was at $30 million. And then he compared that to Jeff Bezos' net worth. And everybody knows about Jeff Bezos. He's, I think he's on track to become the first trillionaire and uh, the first trillionaire, like first, first uh, um, person with a net worth in, in the trillions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, but like what Jeff Bezos has, he has a company that, you know, has not stopped to this day, you know, that everybody's still using. And what Quavo has, you know, he, he likes to go spend his money on, you know, jewelry, cars, houses, whatever he decides to spend money on. But you, but again, like it's not so much on what they're spending their money on. It's just the difference in what their net worth is. Like Jeff, mm-hmm. with Jeff Bezos' net worth is, you know, it's more focused on trying to reinvest back into his company, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, actually, well, it's not, it's not technically his company anymore because like, you know, he stepped down as the CEO, but again, he still has a, a name in the company. And, um, but yeah, but you know, it's just we we, we got to become more smart about how where we're putting our money in, or where we're putting our money. And I kind of want to touch on this a little bit. So, I think with the idea of us going into a cashless society, we kind of have to think about these things uh, mm-hmm. in regards to trying to beat inflation or uh, investing in stocks and even cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good to save, but don't save to settle. Save mm-hmm. to invest in the long-term factor. Save for you know, the storm that's actually going to come. Yeah. Like, because I think, you know, even though like we're probably going to get out of this economic downturn, I think in the near future, we might see another possible economic downturn. But, you know, I, I guess what COVID has made us, made us realize is that, oh, man, this could, there's a possibility that this could happen again. Even though like, we'll have some good years, we still got to, you know, make sure we're prepared for the next bad year because yeah, like, yeah, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry people, but you know, there is a high possibility that we're, we'll come across another economic downturn. Maybe not as bad as the one that we're currently in, but like it's, there's always one bound to happen with every generation. Mm -hmm. And we don't even know if there's going to be another diplomatic dispute because with diplomatic Mm -hmm. disputes, when you have diplomatic tensions, Everything comes to a stalemate, everything down to the last trade, especially when dealing with foreign trade as well. You have to think about your imports, your exports, your interest rates, and then not to even mention you're putting tax dollars into military equipment as well. So you kind of have to keep that in mind when dealing with a future, the possible future of a cashless society. You have to be prepared for what is going to go down. And you have to not only prepare for your government, but you also have to prepare your citizens for that change. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think another thing too is that, and I, I mentioned this in the previous episode before, mm-hmm. I think it's just that us as Americans, I mean, oh my goodness, like we, we rely too much on what the government does for us financially. I mean, Absolutely. like, you know, like, you know, how many posts I saw about everybody like being so hyped about getting their stimulus check. I mean, like okay, like 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 I I don't I don't want to like you know offend anybody in this because yeah like the stimulus check does bring some value to someone's current financial situation. I get I, I understand that I get I get it. Like yeah we we need we need money coming from somewhere, but 
for those that you know are in, in say an okay financial situation or you know even even a better one you know the stimulus check doesn't stretch far in certain parts of the country like i'll, I'll use the bay area as an example uh-huh. so the average rent for the bay area for you know bay area apartment you know again nice studio say in san francisco or even here in oakland you know like the average rent for it, it goes up it's, it's in the thousands and the stimulus checks that were being pushed out you know they were only um oh i'm uh, sorry uh, he uh, I, I, I thought you were gone for a minute with that uh, oh no 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 I'm, I'm, my <laughs> okay is on and it's kind of like making a weird noise so that's why i muted my mic for a minute oh okay yeah i, I got a little worried with that but um yeah, yeah as i was saying like um, you know barrier rent like could go cost you up to about you know a thousand or even like you know two grand a month and the stimulus checks are being pushed out you know dating back to when the first stimulus check got pushed out when the pandemic started you know, it, it ranged between, you know, 600 and 14, like 1200 $1,400 alone, nothing else. And again, it, like the stimulus check is only a one-time payment, depending on, you know, if you, if you become eligible for one. And with and the, uh, that, don't you have to pay that back? I, I have to look more into that. I'm or not sure. Unemployment, if, because I'm pretty sure. It's well, you, well, you be one of the two. Well, like, you're you're eligible for a stimulus check. Yeah, if yeah, if you well, like I think with unemployment, I think they have their own little thing that they have with uh, pushing out a stimulus. But if you if you work full time or even part time, I think you know actually no, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you have to pay that back. And I, I think it might it might you know go to taxes, but you know mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you have to pay that back. And so again, like it's not a loan, so you know it's nothing you know. In that regard, but um, but with the stimulus check, and the reason why I believe like it doesn't stretch far, is that if you factor in inflation, because again, like again, like keep this in mind, like this is where inflation comes in and why why it's a problem, you know, if you factor in inflation, say like the price of groceries, you know, maybe probably eighteen years ago, you could get you know groceries for the family for about thirty dollars. But today, you know, that that number could jump up to like $41. You know, again, inflation. Inflation is a killer. I remember this because I was watching like me, uh, like me and my uh, me and my girlfriend, we were watching um, um, uh, Bonnie and Clyde on Valentine's Day. And there was this one scene in the movie where, you know, Bonnie and Clyde, they were in hiding and they had to go get somebody to go buy groceries for them. You know, because they're hungry, and when they were came, when they came back, and like, keep in mind, Bonnie and Clyde, they, they took this took place during the Great Depression, so you know they were already tight on money, but they were able to get like two full bags of groceries for six dollars and twenty three cents, and I remember that number exactly because, again, like you know, I mentioned to, to my girlfriend, like, oh yeah, like I'm telling you, babe, like inflation's a killer, and <laughs> this, like, and again, like this, guess where we're at now, like inflation is still a killer to this day, even though. You know, we've been having to deal with inflation since you know the fiat standard, uh, or fiat standard, or fiat system came in. So, um, but I have some advice on how people today can beat inflation. And if you're in the process, or if you just got your stimulus check, or if you're in the process of waiting to get your stimulus check, here's what you need to do with some of that money. Like, let's throw aside, yeah, like, yeah, definitely, you know, keep some spending money off the side for yourself. Uh-huh. But if you do with the chunk of it, I think I, I say I would recommend people to pro- probably um, follow the 50. Let's see. I think it yeah, has the 50, 30, 20 rule. I think that's what they call it. 
Um, that was 50, 50 goes into investing, uh, 30 goes into maybe a savings. And then you, you use the rest of the 20, the 20% to, to you know, spending money. I don't like, it kind of depends. Like, well, just make sure you diversify your money and whatever you want, but make sure like the large chunk is goes towards investing and saving. But mm-hmm. as far as this, like, you know, but like, if just going into the investing and saving side, you know, to beat inflation, you like, you got to invest in stocks. Definitely look into buying some stocks. You know, there's a lot of like hedge fund, hedge funds companies that you can start an account with easy and simple, easy and simple. You know, you give like this general information, you know, you connect your car with that, Hedge fund company, you could you do like a one one time payments or even have recurring payments going into that account, and then yeah, you know like the money grows over time, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but like again, you know the thing, one one drawback with stocks that you do have to worry about, you know that like losing money through um like you know economic crisis, but the one thing that you know about the stock market is that you know that number g- goes back up. You know, like there's always going to be an economic boom that that strikes at some point. You know, it's just about being the long-term investor. Don't be a short-term investor like like those GameStop guys. Don't don't be those guys. Okay, because yeah, <laughs> I mean, that. Oh, that's yeah. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, but don't don't be those guys in in this situation. Now, the other option that I that I have in my notes here is that definitely look into cryptocurrency and. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually touch a little bit on cryptocurrency because here's what here's what I found out or have been finding out for uh, say this week or since last week. Um, I will say, as an investor, I never really got too much into cryptocurrency, especially being a new investor or new to investing. But what I've came to learn is that cryptocurrency has started to become the new way of just standard currency. I mean, like like check this out here, Z. Um, I, I found I, I read a he- I saw a headline yesterday uh, where Mark Cuban, everybody knows Mark Cuban, uh, owner like owner of the Dallas Mavericks, uh, host on Shark Tank. You know everybody knows him. You know Mark Cuban said that he's going to be accepting Dogecoin, Dogecoin being a cryptocurrency platform. Like he's going to be accepting Dogecoin as currency for people that want to buy Mavericks tickets, like for for upcoming games. And when I read that, I was like, oh man, I guess like they're serious about it. And then, of course, you know, Elon Musk, he's also been backing Dogecoin as a way of currency. Um, and check this out here. Uh, Dogecoin is going to be sponsoring or going to be having a sponsor in, in the Xfinity race for NASCAR at Las Vegas this week. He's going to be they're going to be sponsoring Stefan Parsons. They're going to be like Dogecoin's going to be a sponsor on his car. So, yeah, oh, Dogecoin's yeah, been in the headlines recently. And also, there's also been talk of how they're like they're like their outlook is really bullish right now. In regards to Dogecoin being worth at least a dollar um, by the end of 2021, so there's been some talks about cryptocurrency becoming a staple and just a pay- payment source. And aside from Dogecoin, there's all like I know everybody is probably is, pre- is probably familiar with Bitcoin, you know, being the big uh, cryptocurrency platform. And well, I think it's tough right now to get get some money behind Bitcoin because of how much it's worth. I mean, people have became that made millions off of Bitcoin, but they, those guys were the early investors, and they they and they were the long term investors. You know, that's that, again, that's where long term investing comes into play. So, yeah, I, I, just touching on those and just getting the idea of becoming a cashless society, you definitely got to start thinking about this. Start investing in stocks. Start investing in cryptocurrency as soon as you can, because I'm telling you, people, you know, inflation is going to keep rising. 
you know, money still will still be distribu- distributed, but if you want to be stable later on in life, you definitely got to look into this. Again, you, this is how the game works, and this is the way to beat it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And on another note, I've been hearing an awful lot about this, um, this Forex trading as well, mm-hmm. where they mm-hmm. trade different um, currency pairs. And the higher the currency pair, or the lower the currency pair, if I recall, the higher the American currency pair is supposed to go. I'm not really too sure. All I know is it has a bull and a bear market. And how you can read the charts is based on if you want the candlesticks or something else. Are you trying to basically read up on your points? I'm not really too sure on how that goes, but I've heard an awful lot about it. That's where um, another staple of investing has been going into. And there was actually a naval fleet commander, believe it or not, that actually used Forex. That's what surprised me the most. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with Forex, uh, really. Maybe, you know, but I've heard yeah. an awful lot about it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I, I know, it's, I know it's up there. I know it's, it's in conversation with I uh, mean investors, but yeah, again, again, I, I never really looked that much into it. I mean, are there any brokers that go into this? I mean, it, it, it depends because I, I know there's there's like because there's a lot of um hedge funds and you know broker brokers brokerages that you could partner with to help you you know like look for investing i mean um i know i'm you know like charles schwab is a big one ally uh, fidelity td ameritrade they're all big big brokerage companies and yeah you know it's just like yeah you know i feel like we're we're like as a generation we're not talking we're not talking so much about about the money i mean but I, again i feel like man this is like this is one of the problems that we've been trying to address for a really long time now ever since we started the podcast this idea of instant gratification and just you know lacking patience in regards to financial like financial um, stability or financial mm-hmm. literacy because um, i was listening to um like I, w- I was listening to like another podcast uh the other day they're called the roommates um, they're pretty well known on youtube and on spotify Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I usually listen to those guys when I'm working the line at UPS, and uh, they just came out with an episode recently, and they had these um two other guys on two uh, two other guest hosts, and they were talking about how, you know, like the longevity of man is important, you know, because they really want to address the issue of how our generation, you know, like Gen Z millennials or even pe- people like us, like they're the same age as me and Terrell. You know, we, we get so focused on trying to become, you know, like like famous too fast or just, you know, become rich, rich, like instantly, you know, just like that instant gratification is what gets to gets to some of the people in our generation. And but what these guys were touching on is that, you know, our generation needs to have a bigger focus on just the long term aspect, because, you know, think think about this way. Um Say if you're, you know, bagging groceries a Safeway at a 19 years old or 20 years old, mm-hmm. and you see, like, you see your friends or like you know, you know this guy that goes to your school, and he's already driving a Lamborghini and you know has like a lot of girls with him, and but then then like you see that and you know you envy that person because you're telling yourself, oh man, like how how did he get get that get all of that? Like uh, and when when he's the same age as me, like what did he do? Like, yeah, you want to find out. 
Yeah, yeah, well, you know, yeah. Like, you do want to know what he did because if he if you do want to know, then you're gonna find out the dark truth of what that person maybe did. I don't know, like, because at times, you know, I think we get focused on, you know, like how legit that like that person was. You know, like we got we got focus more on the legitimacy of someone's success. That's the one thing we don't talk about. Instead of the materialism, the materialistic right. view of someone's success. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because again, like, yeah, like some people become success, but like their set, success isn't legit. So, you know, but that's why like the long term goal is important because say that 20, that 20 year old kid that's work that's, you know, like bagging groceries a Safeway, you know, like, like next thing you know, like, like say he goes to college, you know, he gets his degree, you know, it comes with the degree, higher pay, a higher paying job. And, you know, like then also a better, also a better view on how money is managed because, mm-hmm. you know, like unless you're like a manager or a supervisor at Safeway, you're not making a ton of money out of the gate, you know. And I, I and of course, you know, with you know, with that degree and you know, going for the higher paid job, you have a better understanding of what like what like like what money does because you were in a situation where you were just grinding and putting in hours, and then you know, like, but as you learn, you know, you learn how to invest and you learn how to diversify. That's the one thing we want to get out of like these college kids in our generation and even like these high school kids that, that tune into our podcast. We want to give them this information on saying and just remind them, hey, like you got a long life, to live. Mm-hmm. you know, like don't mm-hmm. blow it. Like just make make good decisions and try not to blow it and become like, you know, financial, like financially literate with, with, with your money. So, and you, know. you know what? I recommend that um, to anybody who has Hulu. I recommend you watch this show called Snowfall mm. because you'll learn a lot of lessons in there that can't really be taught. That's the, sh- that's the show perfect. about the um. That's the show about the, the about the guys that were dope dealers, right? Yep, and how he also had a CIA agent basically bring cocaine into the state's government to keep mm. funding this little war that they were having of some sort. Mm. But there's a lot of lessons that people don't really want to learn, but it has to be. Yeah. We get too focused on like the fast money, you know? Exactly. And one (laughs) in particular is that what you know and what you want are two very different things. They're Mm. two very different things. And I'm going to use one example from Snowfall. So there's a kid. Franklin Saint. He was very educated. He was very smart. 4.0 GPA. A plus in all his classes. He could have graduated summa cum laude. But guess what happened to him? His financial aid. His financial aid happened to him. So, you know, he got a job in South Central. Chilled out with his uncle. Um, His mom's still alive and whatnot. And he started doing like a few jobs for his uncle. Legally speaking. But still, mm-hmm. let me get back to the point. So as he was making this fast money, he realized that, you know, he started to basically want to do more than just, you know, the first substance that everybody likes to smoke. Mm-hmm. So I'll put. <clears throat> now you're going into the so-called the white man's drug, which is what everybody likes to, um, what everybody likes to sniff, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. And as he gets into it, 
he basically realizes that he can make more money than what he's ever dreamed of and he can make a corporation out of it. But what he didn't um, realize was the amount of loss that he would have to take. And yeah. he lost many people. There were many casualties. And when you have a casualty, that's hard on you. You're not going to shake that off in a day. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time. So then as you um, develop more casualties, you start to get more and more used to it because the money is already compensating for it. I, I know the one, had, one thing damage. I know the one thing to kind of quote the guys on the podcast I was listening to. I remember uh, I don't know if they said this verbatim, but they said something like what comes quicker goes away quicker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you got money coming in fast and, you know, you decide to, you know, blow it, you know, it's going to go away fast. And again, that's what I, I think that's what, you know, society has kind of been, been like given the card does like, like been dealt this card of saying, hey, you know, there's these fast ways of making money now. And yeah, then people get the idea of seeing, you know, the materialism of what money does. And yeah, again, like, yeah, they go on the spending spree. And, but, but they go on the wrong one. Like the spending spree should be, you know, putting the money, putting the money in stocks, you know, like real, like investing in real estate, you know, finding, finding assets to invest in. And it's a realtor. Uh, yeah. Basically go into real estate. Yeah. I mean, but like, thing is people get the idea or get, get, or get mixed up with what a true asset is. People think that assets could be cars, could be houses, could be, um, no, a gold watch, but no, like, they'll, they'll, like some cheap family heirloom. Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, like, yeah, we we get the idea of what assets are, but true assets can be owning property and mm-hmm. selling that property off to you know someone that wants doesn't want to try to buy it off you. Uh, um, stocks, you know, those are also assets. Uh, bonds. Um, actually, I wrote down some other notes. Uh. You know, another asset would be like get, having a 401k or an IRA account. You know, you like you, you use those things because like, like here, here's here's what I've begun to learn about 401ks and IRAs. So mm-hmm. well, 401k and I, I this kind of is dependent on what kind of job you're working. But, um, uh, but I'll use uh, UPS as an example because, you know, I work there. <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah, like but the 401k plan that UPS provides is that not only are like, are you like, is a savings plan, but you're also uh, putting money or taking money from your paycheck that you get with them. And like, like UPS can use that money to invest in stocks or, you know, I, I think there's, then there's also a certain quota uh, that you have to meet in order for that, our, like that 401k to fill up. Um, I, I don't know the exact number, but I know that you, there's a certain, there's a certain, um, a uh, limit of, of uh, how much money you put into a 401k and the IRA. I, I know for sure the IRA for, for most IRAs, depending on what um, uh, firm you're, or you're partnered with, mm-hmm. I think the limit is about $19,500. And that, that's all you got to put in. And, and plus like that money is tax free. So you're not paying a tax on it. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, but just having that in place. And then by the time you're done working, by the time, you know, like, to, like you're ready for retirement, you know, that money will still be sitting in there. And keep in mind, like uh, in regards to trying to beat inflation, you know, that money grows over time. 
you know, but it grows over time in regards to how much value is put behind it. You know, it's like, it doesn't add to the, the amount of inflation that, you know, has put in place to say, just put, keeping money in a vault, you know, like that, that, mm-hmm. I, that money that you put in that 401k and that money that you put in that IRA account is going to have some value that with like disregarding, like, like how much inflation grows over time. So, you know, we just got to start thinking about that. Exactly. And I feel like not enough people really understand that. Not really. I feel like another group of people wouldn't understand the importance of diversifying your portfolio. I mean, somewhere down the line, you have to basically make a few invest, make one investment or two. <clears throat> so that way you wouldn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, well, I didn't have this. I didn't have that. You still technically have time. Oh yeah, like this, this is why, like, like this is why we want we're we're doing this episode as two twenty year olds. This is why, like, this is what we feel like needs to be talked about. Exactly. And, but and I think I think another drawback of talking about this over the air, is that because I, I know like like I understand people, I or certain households, money is kind of like a touchy subject that you, like people want to touch on. People don't like to talk about money and how that how they're spending it. Or where they're putting it. But I, I get that's it. That's okay. Everybody <laughs> has different strokes. Yeah. You got to do what works for you. And, you know, I was talking with my father about this last night. He says sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, regardless of whether or not it's going to be good in the long run. You At least you tried something. You didn't sit on your ass all day. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And, and you also don't want to sit on your money. So, like, exactly. don't just, just don't sit on it. Like, don't just sit on your money. Actually, try to do something with it that can prolong it. Yeah, because like make... it's like a tree. Right. Make sure it's mm-hmm. like a great big oak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and that kind of goes back. And this might be cliche, but that kind of goes back to the idea of like, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. But I think the the the, the other way to say it, or the alternative of saying that money grows on trees, is that money grows on trees if you grow more trees. Exactly. <laughs> your money is a tree technically you just yeah. got to keep on growing it right your change is the soil so yeah yeah grow the tree and just gotta keep on growing it and yeah, grow, grow the trees water. grow the trees and make sure that the branches extend yeah, that's, exactly. that's that like just like look, we just gotta make that a narrative right now like just you know again like yeah like yeah don't don't get the idea that money doesn't grow on trees but money can grow on trees if you have a numerous amount of trees and make make sure that the branches extend over time. So, you know. (laughs) Exactly. And I feel like most people, anytime they hear the topic of money, they kind of go into a certain aspect. They kind of go into an aspect of fear. Mm -hmm. Because they're just like, oh my gosh, well, I don't really have enough of it. And in their mind, it's like, oh, my God, I don't have enough. So how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Slow down just for a minute and think about it. Just think. Just take one moment to think about, okay, what is the next step I can do with my money? Okay, do some research. Get some research behind it. Check the um, FAQs. Check statistical analysis if you need to. Hell, just check um, check the overall reviews of whoever the brokerages are. Mm-hmm. Again, all this... that, 
All like, um, like uh, all this information is not hidden, people. It's all on, on the internet. Exactly. It's all public knowledge when you know where to look. And mm-hmm. where you have to know how to look, that's good. That's kind of where the trouble begins. Because there are different internet sources and you tend to just like go reading them and they're not really peer reviewed. Mm. So I strongly advise that you find a source that's peer reviewed more than once and try reading over that. Take some notes and then put that down and then go read another one that's been peer reviewed as well. Something that's actually verified by our government. Mm. So that way there's no misunderstanding and you won't lose your money through that misunderstanding. Mm. And and see, like I'm pretty sure everybody's been kind of tuning into our, our discussions tonight, but mm-hmm. the it, like but I wanna just get some across real quick because you know people might might have been out of touch with this. But when mm-hmm. I talk about cryptocurrency, investing in stocks, uh, 401ks, IRAs, um, <laughs> anything that's uh, long-term related financially. Uh-huh. What's the one thing that all these that all these assets have in common? Longevity. It, 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 the, not just that, but there's also like again, like I, I've mentioned this before, and I, I brought this word up all night. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay you have to invest so wait i'm going back i'm going i'm trying come to on back. man come on this is just one one I'm word going back. i'm going back, I'm going back. <laughs> oh jesus oh okay oh my gosh i was just listening to it you have to invest 401k retirement oh man i'm i'm lost Okay, all right. All right. I'll, I'll just get to tell you. What all of these things have in common is that they are cashless. It's <laughs> <laughs> for the topic of the show. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Yep. Okay, okay. You know, yep. I, I need to wait. Wait. Come on. It's all good, man. But, but yeah, like, but yeah, like, yeah, overall, moral. Moral of the story is that, like, what what why I brought up as far as investing and and our raising like before in case never is that all of this is cashless stuff, man. Like the money grows over time, and the thing is, you're not holding it. Like, is is working for you? So, you know, I just want to you know keep that in mind. Make sure that everybody gets that gets that across. Again, this is this is the plan of us go or this is what could be at stake of us going into a cashless society. And again, like, you know, state like your your favorite sports team is probably going to be requesting uh, or the owner of your favorite sports team is probably going to be going to be requesting you to pay in cryptocurrency. Um, I, I, I use uh, like the A's, uh, for example, like they're having they're currently playing spring training da- games down in Arizona. Um, but 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 they're also telling people to not bring cash like it's a cashless stadium. So if you decide to go buy a hot dog and a beer, you'll have to pay by card. And uh, even like money that's on the card. I mean, you know, there's still whole survive. I mean, it's still spending money. You can still spend exactly. with the card. But um, again, like even with the dollar bill. Uh, well, I know certain some dollar bills. They're not. Uh, some places don't take dollar bills anymore because again, like we're going cashless now. I think I think actually in China, um, in certain certain uh, regions of China, they're actually 
they're like cash is not allowed at all. I mean, people are paying by card and like everything's automated. So, yeah. And not to mention, you also have to keep in mind that there are also um, cashless restaurants out here too. You have to pay mm -hmm. either via Visa or, um, oh my gosh, what is it? What's the other one? There's another one. They also use Apple Pay. As oh yeah, Apple Pay. Yeah, yeah. There's also like for for all those uh, all the Android users like myself. Uh, there's also a uh, um, Samsung Pay. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. There's also Google Pay too for basically Google, Google, Google Pixel users like myself too. Yep. So yeah, like yeah, Other yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, real dealers. Yeah, like you know, start like start making sure you put your money, uh, you know, in in different different aspects like investing, and also make sure it's a. Uh, like put put your money uh like toward like put your dollar bills toward your card so if you have debit card like i mean if you don't have a debit card by this point i mean like i recommend that you get one immediately like asap Absolutely. like so yeah so yeah but make sure that you guys are keeping up with the times making sure that you guys are putting your money in the right right direction and yeah like this information that we we spoke about tonight definitely will bring some value towards your financial goals and just like your life goals in the future believe me it will help you out tenfold oh should we um let them know that there's gonna be a promo code giveaway oh yeah for sure yeah 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 definitely yeah definitely bring up uh, the storefront not for us okay too. um as you guys know we just basically put out two new designs and there are more on the way so be on the lookout um, make sure you go to our page, Real Dealers Club, and make sure you like and follow for any upcoming events and any upcoming giveaways that maybe that may or may not come into fruition of this month or possibly April fifth. Um, it will be approximate. The giveaway promo code will be approximately twenty-five to thirty percent off on all future purchases, plus free shipping. And um, it may or may not happen. It depends, guys. Let's see who finds out first. And hey, you'll get you'll be the first to know. Other than that, um, we hope that you enjoy our podcast, and we hope that you also enjoy the products that we that we provide to your liking. And also, another thing too, we are cashless. We are a cashless Absolutely. business, so yeah, make we sure. are also a cashless uh, business, and we yes. do believe in social distancing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so don't send us dollar bills in the mail. Just like just know. Yeah, it's like it's not the safest route. We rather you pay either via Visa card. We accept all methods of payment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, but, but yeah, like we're we're gonna wrap it up for there tonight. Um, again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in, and uh, yeah, again, take this take the, take this seriously, people, because yeah, like probably ten years down the line, you might see some changes in how money is being tossed around or what type of money we'll be using in the future. So yeah, definitely, you know, like definitely instill this like um, plan in your, in your mind. And yeah, if you and like, like, don't, don't just come to us for like, you know, financial advice. No, there's again, like the we internet is full. Yeah, 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 yeah. Believe, believe us. Yeah. Like we, we, we talk about these things, but we're not full on experts about it, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there is a ton of information about this stuff on the internet. Uh, uh, real dealers, like just like, it, it's easy. I mean, YouTube, Google, Facebook. I mean, you can find this stuff anywhere. I mean, Better yeah, again, this, yeah, like, yeah, this, this is probably the most accessible 
at the like knowledge or accessible information that you can get. Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, like you just like just make sure you take full advantage of it. Absolutely. And um, other than that, that should be all right. Uh, yeah, we're we're done. Um, yeah, again, like uh, as a reminder, make sure that you guys are wearing your mask and make sure that you guys are social distancing. Um, definitely, uh, again, like like you you heard you heard why, how I mentioned the vaccine and the results from it at the beginning of the show. Uh, if you're if you've been listening for that long, but um, but yeah, but um, I I have good reviews about the vaccine. You know, it's coming from me. Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, definitely do what you can to make sure that, uh, you know, you don't try to catch COVID and make sure to do everything you can to help stop the spread. Because again, this is going to help out in the long run. And um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, gonna, that's about it for me. Um, got anything else, Steve? Um, other than that, I've already mentioned the store, our advertisement, and that should be about it. But um, if you guys have any questions, don't forget to email our podcast page don't forget to dm our podcast page or our storefront page if you have any questions about our store or about the channel in general feel free feel free to ask questions like and comment and we'll, right, be, and we'll, get, sure right, we'll get right back to you and don't yeah. forget to hit that subscribe button either mm-hmm. yeah like we're definitely growing and we're growing by by the week so yeah yeah definitely yeah. thank you everybody for tuning in tonight uh have a safe weekend uh again you know, do whatever you can to be responsible. Uh, again, have a blessed, blessed weekend, blessed evening. And as always, make sure to keep it real. Keep it real. <laughs>